Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Tuesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are talking about having fun, but first today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is I just wanna give a big shout out to therapy. I had such a great session this morning and it always makes me feel grounded and aware and supported and it's the best. <laughs> My thorn is that I'm just not ready for the fall season to arrive. I know that so many of you are excited and I'm happy for you, but this summer of pleasure thing has been amazing for me and I'm just not quite ready to give it up. I'm kind of grieving the loss of summer. My bud is that I do get to design my fall and figure out what I want it to feel like. I'm thinking mystery novels, candlelight, snuggly blankets, like it's not going to be bad, but I do need to kind of set that vision and make it happen for myself so I can get excited for the season to come. So this episode is partially a way to round off our time together doing the production and pleasure series. If you haven't already listened to the episodes on that, I encourage you to check them out. They're all about finding the right balance between productivity and pleasure in our life and the things for each type that can prevent both productivity and pleasure. So it's partially a wrap up of that and partially a requested episode. I got a DM not that long ago asking for tips for having more fun, and I thought it would be a great podcast episode. So here we are. I'm going to give you my top 10 tips for having more fun in day-to-day -day life. Let's just jump right into it. Number one, live with an experimental mindset. I think so often we're, we're living in like a good or bad, win or lose kind of mindset, which sets us up to feel a lot more shame and pain and <laughs> remorse or even just like a sense of like we're doing the wrong thing at the wrong time or we failed. But it's much more fun to have an experimental mindset where we're like, I'm just going to try this thing out. I'm going to try it, see how it works and see how it goes. And maybe it'll go well, maybe it won't. We'll see how, you know, we'll figure it out together. And I think a good example of this for my own life is I had the street team um, and we have a Facebook group and we do a live call every week. And I, for our first live call, I was like, this is going to, this first call is just going to be an experiment. It's a test. It's a tech run. You know, we're just figuring things out. We were using Facebook rooms, which I had never used before. I, it's, it's through Facebook messenger, which I don't even have on anything. Like I don't have it on my phone or my iPad. I don't use it. I've never really used it. And so I had to like download Facebook Messenger to even access the group. And, you know, we're figuring it all out in real time. And if I had like a pass fail mindset, it would have been a failure. It would have been like, I should have figured this out. I should have, I did this bad or like this is wrong or, um, I don't know what I'm doing and that's embarrassing. I should be ashamed of myself. But because I have an experimental mindset or I was going into it with an experimental mindset, that was the whole point of the experience was to just 
figure out what I didn't know so that next time when I go to do it, it's much more smooth and easygoing and everything's kind of streamlined and the kinks have been worked out. And a lot of times we're the only way to really learn is to learn on our feet. And if we have that pest fail mindset, it kind of kills the joy of learning something new because we can pass fail at it. But if we go in with an experimental mindset, learning something new, you can't be embarrassed because you're just there to experiment, to try something, to see how it turns out. Um, It's not as much about, am I good or bad? Am I passing or am I failing? It's about, this is the experience that we had and what a weird experience. The second way to have more fun is to just not take things personally. Um, This is a a piece of the four agreements, but this is actually a practice that I started before I ever read that book. And the book kind of put language to something that I'd been trying to understand. And as I went on my own, like kind of body positive journey, my own confidence journey, I started to realize that people not liking me, not liking the way I look, not liking the way I act, is really nothing to do with me and everything to do with like who they think they have to be. So maybe my body being a plus size body feels offensive to them. And it's probably because they feel this pressure to always be thin. And it's really their projection of their own self-rejection that's getting put on to me as like a placeholder. And so it actually has nothing to do with me at all. And this makes life more fun because we can take much more risks. We can put ourselves in more uncomfortable positions and We'll get into that a little bit more later, but it puts us in this position to feel like we can do whatever we want to do. We can be whoever we want to be. We can have fun doing whatever feels fun to us. And anyone's opinion about that really has not anything to do with us. If they feel like, you know, if, you know, I think a strong opinion, and this isn't something that I do, but I hear people talk about this all the time. is like when people take their shoes off on a plane, how gross that is. And the truth is, like, you think it's gross, so don't take your shoes off on the plane. But, like, whoever that person is, like, if they're not in your space, they can do whatever they want. They can have as gross a feet as they want to have. If that feels good to them, it feels good to them. It's your issue with their, their, your desire to not have dirty feet that's making this a problem for you. Now, if they're putting their feet on your armrest, it's a whole different story. (laughs) Boundaries, right? But... You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's not really about us. Anyone's opinion of what we're doing is about them and not about us. So we should just have a good time. Number three, say yes, even if you're scared. That's the thing that I think oftentimes when I'm having not a lot of fun in my life, I think, what am I avoiding that's preventing me from having new experiences? Because a lot of times these new experiences are exactly what I need to kind of reinvigorate my energy and to make me feel more connected to the world, connected to life, make me feel alive. Um, you know, if I wake up, I make breakfast, I go to work, I come home, I work out, I cook dinner, I read, I go to bed every single day over and over and over and over again and I don't have any kind of new weird experiences put in there, there's not a lot of room for joy or fun, right? Like where would it go? Like, I guess I could, you know, we'll get into how we can maybe make some things more fun in a minute, but like in general, we need new experiences. And and oftentimes like those experiences are scary until they become not new experiences anymore. 
So in order to have more fun, we kind of need to embrace that fear and embrace the part of us that wants to say no, honor that, and then maybe say yes anyway. Now, I'm not saying saying no just to please other people. That is not what I mean. I mean, or I mean, you know, don't say yes just to please other people. What I mean is say yes to the things that feel scary, but kind of invigorating. Like I really want to, but I'm kind of scared. Say yes. Number four, allow for things to be temporary, whether that's hobbies or friendships or feelings, allow them to be temporary because this is partially an experimental mindset, right? Like if we go into a hobby thinking this has either got to be like a major part of my personality and a a thing that I keep going doing for the rest of my life, that puts a lot of pressure on a thing that's supposed to be fun, right? It's like, is this going to be my career? Is this going to be my identity? Whoa. Like, it's like, <laughs> like way too fast too soon, right? It's like going on a first date and like, am I going to marry this person? It's like, whoa, we don't even know each other yet, right? So instead, like, just try it out. Play with it a little bit. See how it feels. And I, the same thing with, with friendships. It's kind of this mindset of non-attachment of let people come into your life and leave your life and it not be a horrible thing. Some people just come into your life for a season and it's beautiful and you have an amazing time together and then you no longer really need each other anymore or maybe it's not the right fit anymore. You change or you grow and things just kind of dwindle. Don't see that as a bad thing. You're not being rejected or abandoned. It's just sometimes people are just for a season and that's beautiful and can be celebrated even if it doesn't last forever, you know? Same thing with hobbies. Like, have fun painting for a season, have fun, you know, playing tennis for a season. And then maybe the next season you're really into basketball. You don't have to invest a ton of money, invest a ton of time into your hobbies. If you, until you really know you're going to do them for a long time, just play with stuff for a little while. Number five, be in the present moment. The only way to truly experience joy is to be in the moment, right? If I'm focused on the future, I'm focused on the past, I can't experience the joy of the present moment. And this has been my biggest life lesson as a seven is that it's always been easy for me to daydream about future joy, to plan for future pleasure. Um, But oftentimes I would be so disembodied that in the moment, I wasn't there. And so I couldn't really enjoy the moment because it was so focused on what could happen down the road. And so with that in mind, you know, I think it's really about remembering to recenter, refocus and notice what's around you. I like to do a little five senses practice for that if I'm feeling kind of out of my body and just kind of think what's something I see, smell, hear, taste, and feel in this moment right here, right now. And that can really reconnect me to where I am and what's actually happening. A good example of this is I used to go, when I would go hiking by myself, um, there was this one trail that I really liked to do and I had done it a million times and I would try to get up to the top as fast as I could. I was always trying to beat my last time. <laughs> so I was like, okay, last time it took me 10 minutes. This time I want to get up there in eight. And that was kind of fun. But also like I went with my husband who's a four and he's very pleasure oriented. He's very sensorial and in the moment. And 
he strolls. Like he's looking along the side, he's touching moss, he's looking at the flowers, he's paying attention to insects. And I think there's a middle ground between the two of us, right? Like I don't know if I could ever move as kind of slowly as he, as he does up a trail, but I do when I'm with him pay more attention and I see more of the beauty that I'm surrounded by and I really ingest much more like joy and pleasure and admiration for the world around us. Number six is kind of simple, but also very real. And it's to move your body. Um, just, and whatever way of moving your body works for you, whether that's yoga, going for a walk, maybe it's dancing, maybe it's going for a run, whatever feels good to you moving your body. I mean, there's the obvious chemical release, right? We're going to get that um, rush of endorphins. That's literally just going to make us happy, (laughs) like literally going to make us happy. But also I think that there's like an expending of energy that helps us to release frustration. Um, You know, I've heard this said before that when we have feelings, we need to sometimes use our body to move those feelings through and anger and frustration. If we can run or we can punch, you know, a punching bag, or we can do something to kind of move that energy through us, it's going to help us to get to the other side and feel that intense sense of like pride and relief and joy that comes on the other side of moving our bodies. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Number seven is change up your routine. I know that routine and change do not sound like they go together, but this is my number one life hack. People all the time are like, how can you stick to a routine as a seven? Well, I stick to a routine for as long as the routine is working for me. And oftentimes I reevaluate my routine every single month and just kind of think like, what's working for me? What's not working for me? What do I want to do? And right now, you know, I'm in this season of like fluidity is really what I need. And so I'm giving that to myself and it's giving me more fun. Now, at times I need a lot more like structure and rigidity because I have a lot of things on my plate and I need to be able to be present and focused when I start my work day and having a really firm morning routine allows for that. So just staying in relationship to yourself to the point where you're listening to your needs, you're listening to your wants, and you're creating routines that support you in getting your needs met and having the energy that you want throughout the day. So don't feel like to have a routine that serves you, it has to stay the same all year long. Instead, think about, you know, what is going to serve me right now and allow the fluidity of that. Number eight is get comfy having fun alone. I know this is a hard one for some of you, but you're going to have more fun if you're able to have fun alone because a lot of times what happens is we're waiting for other people to initiate a fun time or to join us for a fun time. And if there aren't other people to go with us, we feel like we can't go at all. But that's not true. We can have fun perfectly 
a perfect amount of fun alone. And in fact, I would say sometimes I have more fun alone because I'm not having to negotiate what fun is with anyone else. I get to choose what fun is for me and then do that thing without worrying about how other people are feeling about that. Um, it's delightful actually. <laughs> so um, for a lot of you who maybe feel uncomfortable doing that, it's really a muscle that you build. So maybe start spending time alone at home, then kind of move out, do some things alone. You know, I, it depends on you, you know, some people struggle to eat out alone. For me, that was kind of my entry point to spending time alone. Going to movies alone is a lovely thing. I love going to movies alone, especially a matinee. Um, going to a, even just going to a bookstore alone, whatever your current comfort level is with being alone, push yourself just a little bit, you know, like what's the next phase of comfort and see how that feels. Number nine is to gamify things that are boring. So if that's house cleaning, taxes, bookkeeping, find ways to make those things fun or turn them into a game. So a really fun example is that when I was a kid, we used to play house cleaning rummy. And my mom would make a list of all of the house cleaning tasks that needed to be done. And she would make the list like pretty detailed. So she would be like, clean the living room floor, which would mean you could take everything that's on the floor and put it on the couch, but the floor would be clean. And then the next, there's also one that's like clean the living room couches. So then you could take everything that's from the couches, put them away, whatever you need to do, right? So it was broken down into really detailed tasks. We would spend the entire day playing <laughs> game and we would play Hand of Rummy. Whoever won, we would usually be three of us, whoever won didn't have to clean anything. And the other two people would pick a chore off the list and go do that chore and we would check it off. And by the end of the day, our house would be clean. We would have played a bunch of Rummy and it was really fun. And sometimes you would get a break and sometimes you wouldn't. And now that I'm thinking about it, I bet my mom didn't have to do very much at all. I bet she beat us almost every time because we were children. But either way, I don't care. Like it was fun. It was a fun memory for me as a kid and it made house cleaning really fun. Now that I'm an adult, I don't want to spend all day cleaning the house. Um, or if I want to get it done really fast, I'll set a, you know, we'll, we do like five minute tidies where I'll set a timer and then we'll go, okay, three, two, one. And then we run, <laughs> we all spend five minutes just decluttering the house or like cleaning our perspective, you know, our respective spaces. But also for me, um, on the weekends, when it comes to cleaning, I will read a chapter of my book, clean an uh, area of our home, read a chapter of my book, clean an area of our home. So just think of ways that you can gamify things to make it more fun to do really boring stuff. All right, finally, the 10th way to have more fun in your life is to recognize which things are glass and which are plastic to help you prioritize your stress. This is something that one of you guys said in a comment on Instagram and it has stuck with me forever. They were talking about type ones specifically about how they are kind of juggling a bunch of balls. Some of those balls are glass. So when they fall, they break and some of those balls are plastics. So when they fall, they bounce. And so you need to be more precious with the ones that are glass, but not as precious with the ones that are plastic. And I think this is a really good way for all of us to prioritize our stress. 
um, to recognize when we can kind of put some things down or not take them so seriously, when we need to be, you know, like really attentive and taking it seriously. And when it's like, well, if this drop, if I drop this ball, it's going to bounce, like it's not going to break. So I'll prioritize this one over here and give this one a little bit of a break because when we're trying to treat all of the balls we're juggling as though they are glass, that is so stressful <laughs> and really kills fun because it puts us in the sense of like, everything is really important. Everything is really serious. I need to hold everything so intensely that there's no room for me to play. All right, friends, that's what I have for you today. Our series will officially wrap up on Thursday with audio from a live Q&A I did on Instagram about experiencing more pleasure and joy. So stay tuned for that. And if you have a request for a series, let me know on Instagram as well as at Sarah Jane Case. Um, I would love to hear from you. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.